you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Adulthood Academy. Hope you guys are having a good week. Last weekend, oh, I just took three days off, went up into the mountains. I live in a really beautiful area that for some reason I don't go out and explore very often. So I have told myself that it's time to do that, do it more and to get out and spend my weekends out and about in the sunshine. So it was 4th of July weekend and we me and my boyfriend, Kevin, went exploring, took a dirt road for about four miles and found some lakes. So it's like on the top of this mountain. It's so nice. It was a beautiful day out, a little bit of wind. It was a free fishing day. So we brought fishing stuff and we had a lake completely to ourselves. It was amazing, especially on 4th of July weekend where everywhere is completely packed. Um, when there's like tons of people places. I just don't want to go at all. And so it was really nice to just get out and have the place for ourselves on such a chaotic weekend with everybody and their mother out and um, enjoying the nice weather. So I went swimming in the lake. We went fishing. We didn't catch anything and realized we're not good at fishing. So um, it was a free fishing day, meaning like you don't need a license to fish. It's like a day you can try out to see if you like fishing. And now I know for sure that I don't. I literally, we were up there for five hours, I think. And I cast the fishing pole, I think three times and then just reeled it in. And I was like, is, is this it? I'm, I'm really bored. This isn't fun. So that was my extent of fishing. <laughs> Not my cup of tea. Um, I guess if you were like on a boat, it might be more fun. But I, I don't see the appeal of it, especially since I don't eat fish. So it wasn't for me. Um, what was the last thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, okay. So it was also really nice to just be away from social media. And I'm sure some of you or you listening have been on TikTok. And I think TikTok has been like a revelation for me and has been the social media that I feel like really opened my eyes to kind of the detriments of what social media can do to us. I was watching a couple videos and it was just like these this younger person explaining how they feel like they don't have any creativity. They don't feel like they have much of a personality and they just feel like, um, like there's not, they're not able to make like a difference in the world or that life has no meaning. And then I'm like scrolling through the comments and so many people are identifying with this. Like, yeah, I feel like I don't have a personality. Like I'm boring. Um, I can't read a book anymore. I don't have an attention span. And for me, it was like, watching that and reading those comments was kind of depressing for me because I think this is kind of what social media is doing to us. Like if you're in the millennial generation and if you're a Gen Z, I think that's like the coming generation. And it makes me sad because it's like, 
we spend so much time watching other people live their lives through a screen and we don't spend time living our own lives. And so that's why I wanted to spend more time getting out and like living my own life and not trying to do things for social media, which again is like a huge problem. But anyway, I think that that's really important. And TikTok is like, a, it's just a time warp. It's like a casino. You can't see your um, time on your phone and you can't like get notifications to get you out of that app. So you're just like stuck in this time warp and so easily it's like hours and hours have passed by and you've just like watched 500 people living their own lives while you just sit inside. So I think that, you know, that was a revelation for me and just a reminder of how important it is to just like our lives are not meant to be watching other people's live theirs. The point of our lives is to have meaning to serve other people, to do what we can to improve other people's lives and to like make actual real connections with people instead of just like through a screen. So for me, it's been kind of a struggle. Like I, if I could, like, I like social media because I like connecting with you guys and having conversations and developing relationships. And I try to make it as meaningful and purposeful as I can. So if I'm going to be on Instagram or I'm going to be on social media, I put like a block of time and I intentionally spend that time online because it's so, so easy again to get like stuck in that time warp. And and I think it's coming with like a crisis of purpose within a lot of people of like, what is the point of life like of me spending five hours on TikTok or five hours on Instagram and you are not making any meaningful connections with people or having meaningful conversations with people. So it was a great reminder to me. And I think that all of us need to be a little bit more conscious about it because it's like running people's lives. It's wild. So anyway, that was a little tangent on social media, but I thought it was important to bring up and kind of the reason for me, you know, I think I'm going to be taking weekends off from now on and just kind of like logging out of social media on Fridays and coming back Monday morning, just because we don't have that break in our lives anymore of having normal hours online. It's just like all the time. It's all consuming. It's every hour of the night and people expect you to respond within like 10 seconds. And I think we need to work to create boundaries in regards to social media and how we let it run our lives. So I will be doing that. So if you don't see me on the weekends, that's what's going on. I just need to take some time, have some boundaries in my life and go do some things and live my own life. Okay. So that was a long intro. <laughs> Let's talk about unemployment. So I know there has been plenty of drama with unemployment, people not getting their benefits in a timely fashion. Some people haven't gotten their benefits at all from what I hear. And it's been months just because there's been so, so, so many people applying for unemployment that they're backed up and they are having trouble managing it and getting payments out to people. So this episode is specifically people who are on unemployment right now and using it to get through their daily lives. So maybe that's if your hours have been cut. So if you're only working part-time, um, some of my friends are only working like 10 hours a week or eight hours a week. So they're applying to get those other lost hours and kind of trying to fill in their income. Regardless of what your situation is, if you're fully on unemployment and you've, you're not uh, working right now at all, or if you're filling in hours and you've lost some hours, you've been laid off, whatever your situation is, I'm just going to give you some pointers on how best to make that unemployment money last and so you're not like burning through it really quickly because it's like such an uncertain time right now that 
nobody knows how long it's going to last, right? We thought we were opening, things are shutting back down again. It's just so uncertain and people don't know how long their money's going to need to last. So especially if you're on, on unemployment, we'll cover a couple options. Like if you have an emergency fund to cover in like the rest of whatever your unemployment's not covering, or if you don't have an emergency fund, I'll talk about that as well. So let's get into it first. Um, the very first thing you need to do, obviously, if you are receiving unemployment, I would assume that you know how much you're receiving per week, but if you don't, that would be your first step. So go into your um, unemployment login online and figure out what benefits, like what actual amount of money you're receiving per week so that you can begin to make like a little mini budget based on how much money you're getting. So the next thing that I would do would be to take a look at your fixed costs. So again, like I know that I say this probably every episode and all across my social media, but Budgeting is your friend. Budgeting is going to allow you to figure out exactly what you can spend your money on and what you can't spend your money on. So if you take a look at your fixed costs, it's usually about 30% of your overall spending for the month is like on necessity. So that would be stuff like your rent, um, your gas to get to work, like all the stuff that you need to just like operate on a daily basis. And it does not include extra stuff. So it, you just want to focus on your necessities. Like what? Do you, how much money do you need to keep the roof over your head? Like keep the heater on so you don't get cold. Um, and just like the day-to-day stuff that you absolutely must have. So I would first look at what percentage your unemployment is going to cover those necessities. Again, it should be like probably 30% of your spending is going to be those necessity necessities. So if you're getting, let's say a thousand bucks a month and your necessities are $800 a month, that means you can cover your bare essentials and get by and you only have 200 bucks left for stuff like your variable expenses, um, things like if you still want a gym membership, like that would be that kind of stuff. So that's what you need to check on first. You need to figure out how much you're going to be receiving per week and then how what percentage that money is going to cover based on your daily like necessities. Okay, the next thing we need to talk about is if your unemployment money is not covering everything, this is what happens in an emergency scenario, which I would consider this to be. So in emergency scenarios, I tell people who are saving for their emergency fund, you will probably conservatively be spending 5 to 10% less during an emergency situation. So that would be stuff like your gym membership. Like you can't go to the gym anyway, so you should cancel that membership or put it on hold. Like your spending is going to go down in these scenarios anyway, so you need to go through those things and either cancel things, put things on pause that are not a necessity right now, because what you don't want is to just continue spending like normal. Like, let's say you normally spend like three grand a month on all your necessities, all your wants, on saving for retirement, on paying off debt. And if you just continue spending that much per month and you have $1,000 for unemployment, that means you're going to be spending two grand on credit, presumably, or two grand of your emergency fund per month. And it's really, really easy to get in the hole very quickly doing that. And that's what you don't want because in this emergency scenario, we don't want to just keep putting things on our tab like, oh, I'll worry about that later. I'm just going to charge on my credit card and just continue living my life like normal. And then I'll just deal with it later. Because what happens is if you are already in debt or if you just worked your ass off to get out of debt, it's unbelievably easy to get back into debt and then 
keep perpetuating that cycle of like something comes up and then I need to use my credit card and then I'm back in debt and then I work really hard to pay it off and then something comes up and I'm back in debt. Like I've been there before and so have a lot of people. And what you don't want is just keep putting stuff on your tab during this time when it's not necessary. So again, this might be a time that you need to like buckle down and trim your budget and kind of live a little less comfortably than you have previously been living. Because this is an unprecedented situation. It's something that nobody really knows how to navigate. Nobody knows how long it's going to take to like get get life to normal. But you can do what you can do. And that's what you have to work towards is like, okay, what can I do in this moment that's going to benefit me six months from now or a year from now when life is back to normal And I'm not like, okay, I accidentally put 10 grand on my credit card and now I have to dig myself out of this hole from the coronavirus because I didn't manage my money wisely. So your unemployment is not like, oh, here's a lump sum of money. Like some people have been getting, you know, thousands of dollars in a lump sum because it's been backed up for so long. So they're just getting like four grand dropped on their um, unemployment card. And it can be tempting, like any sort of lump sum like that of big money is tempting to people because it's like, oh, I like have never had this much money before so I can buy a few things here and there. But again, that's where we get into trouble instead of like four grand's not going to really get you that far if you're spending three grand a month, right? It's not going to last very long. So being super intentional about that money and not thinking of it as extra money, but as money that you need to make stretch as long as you possibly can, that's where we're going to kind of see more success and not be so stressed out in the long term. So I've had to use my emergency fund a couple times. This is kind of the same scenario where you're on like a fixed amount of money that's less than you normally would have. It is, I can promise you, it is worth it to trim down your spending in these situations because you're going to see the repercussions of just like unbridled spending not very long from now when you're suffering again and you're in debt. And it's better to just deal with it right now and sit down and make a plan rather than just not worrying about it. So let's cover those steps again. You first want to figure out exactly how much money you're getting every week is getting deposited into your account or deposited on your card. Then you need to make a list of how much you need to cover your basic expenses, getting to work, having a roof over your head, being able to make rent, your basics of having food. And then you need to determine like if your unemployment is not covering all of your expenses, which it probably isn't because it's not very much money, then you have two options. You're either going to cover the rest on a credit card if you do not have savings and you do not have an emergency fund, or if you have that emergency fund or you have savings of some other kind that you can use in this scenario, then you're going to be using that money to kind of cover the extra amount that you're unable to cover with your unemployment. So again, with that extra money, you need to be really intentional about it. And maybe that means if you've never put together a budget before, this might be a great time to start because you don't want to get in the hole and like have uncontrolled spending blow through your emergency fund in three months just because you're just trying to cover your regular life instead of kind of trimming things down for this emergency scenario. So just being really mindful about it, last week's episode, I think, was about putting together a mini budget. So this might be really helpful for you if you don't want to do like a whole month budget and you just want to do it by week. So if you're receiving weekly benefits for unemployment, that might be a great idea because then you can just budget for the week. And let's say you're getting 400 bucks a week from unemployment, then you can kind of just put together that week's budget so you know you'll be covered and then like top it off with 
either your credit card, if you're in that scenario, or your emergency fund or your savings and kind of budget it out for the week. Just because, again, never in life, like regardless of an an emergency scenario, we never just want to blow out our spending. And it's really tempting. It really is with like get it receiving a big chunk of money. It's like you want to go do all these things and like buy things that you've been waiting to buy or work on certain projects with that money. But being really disciplined in this moment, you will thank yourself a thousand times once we're out of this because you managed your money correctly and were efficient with it and didn't waste your unemployment money. You didn't waste your emergency fund that you worked so hard to build out. And you didn't waste spending your credit on this moment when you have to pay so much interest on it. So if you can manage like uh, a minimum amount of money on your credit card balance, that is always best than just worrying about things later. That's all I wanted to talk about today. I know this is a situation that a lot of people are in right now and kind of trying to navigate and figure out how to make their life work when they're only receiving a fraction of the money if they're unemployed or if their hours have been cut. But again, it always, always, always comes back to budgeting because you know what you have to work with and then you can adjust your lifestyle to whatever your current situation is. That's all I wanted to talk about today. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I'm going to take the weekend off again, have a little fun outside, maybe go for a hike or something and just enjoy being alive as cheesy as that sounds, but I think we neglect to do that a lot of the time. So have a great weekend. I hope you can take some time to get outside and do something that you enjoy. My Wealth Academy kicks off next week. I'm really excited. I've got six lovely ladies inside my Wealth Academy where we're going to work on putting a plan to get them out of debt and start saving for retirement, saving for the big things that they want in life. I'm really, really excited to work with this group of ladies. We're going to do some amazing things and I will keep you guys updated on that and share their progress because I know that's always encouraging to people who are in the same situation um, to see that there's a way out and that there's a way forward in their financial lives. So enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening to this episode and I will see you guys next Friday. Mm -hmm.